This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bro. That's so much more off my mind. Welcome to another episode of Two Men No Hope. I'm your host, Daniel, and I have a special gift, Jamie Maltman, with me, who uh, loves to holiday in Portugal, has a dog, Rocco, and when he grows up, he wants to be just like me, don't you, Jamie? Just like your big brother, just Dan. Like <laughs> 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 I was wondering where you were going to go with that for a minute there. I was like thinking, where's he going to end this? <laughs> I've kicked him off. I'm the host now. <laughs> How's it going, man? Yeah, good, man. Just uh, plodding along. I've been working... Had a pretty chilled out weekend. Had some uh, homemade margaritas. Watching the rugby. Did you not do anything for Mother's it. Day? Um, we went for a meal. Um, over in J Raj in the village. Oh, oh, that was really nice. And I didn't realise that was still there. Yeah, so I think that's the only thing in the fucking village that's still there. Everything else. When we were walking that's through, nice. I was like, "That's changed." Oh yeah, we were walking down and like all the banks and that are closed. That like the bank on the corner at Barclays Bank, that's now like a traditional Turkish place. Is it? Um, yeah. There's like a Turkish barber's opposite. Henderson's is now flats. The whole village has fucking changed, bruv. Fucking hell, man. And I drive through there quite often, and I've never noticed because I'm, obviously when you walk, it's a bit different, isn't it? You pay you're paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, man! That's mad. Yeah, it was it was fucking mad. And then like, we my dad does this thing in it where he hates any food anywhere other than at home. So then he's like, he goes, "I was like, oh that Turkish place looks really posh, like really swanky. It looks really nice. Like let's go. We should go there sometime." Oh, we went there one time and the food was really dry. I was thinking, yeah, because it's fucking like a diner kebab and fucking shish kebab. You have to ask for sauce. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, he's just eating um, the meat. 
Just on his own. He's just eating the dry fucking grilled meat. And then he went for a birani, a biryani in biryani, the... yeah. Um, Jay Raj, yeah. And biryani comes out with, like, the sauce and stuff separate to the rice and meat and stuff. Hmm. So the rice and meat all comes out in this, like, pile together. So what is that then? That's super dry, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then his vegetable curry comes out with it, but it's on a separate plate. And he decided he didn't like his vegetable curry, so he was eating the dry rice and meat. Then he kept going, The food's really dry here. The food's really dry here. I was just like, Oh, <laughs> when we take that fucker to Port- Portugal with fucking May, this is what I'm going to be dealing with. I've already pre warned Charlotte, like, don't worry about it. Dad's just not going to like anything when we go there. Why don't you just happen. put sauce on it for him? Because he's fucking mental. He's mental, Dan. I, like, I was giving him some of my curry, and he was like, that's really nice. And I was like, here, have some more, because I'm not going to eat it all. Because obviously, they always give you massive portions, innit? Yeah. And uh, I gave him. I was trying to give him a bit. He's like, oh, no, no, it's all right. But I could see him looking over, like, give me some more, innit? I was like, for fuck's sake, just take it. <laughs> you eat his dry meat with no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it ain't sausage and bacon, my dad don't like it in it. Sausage, bacon, and eggs. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, my stepdad's the same. We were talking about it the other day. I say he likes all of his stuff separately. Like he's a proper old school. So it has to be like um, fish, chips, and peas, sausage, mash, beans, pie, chips, peas. Like it can't be. Yeah, it's like proper British. Yeah, because obviously if you say curry, curry's like spicy. He doesn't like that. doesn't like Chinese food. Doesn't like anything. Not he doesn't like make many pasta like things Chinese either. Food. Lasagnas, mac Who and the cheese. Fuck don't like Chinese food. Yeah, I know, right? But, um, yeah. We had one of the things when I was younger, which was a weird thing that I was that I did when I was a kid. Yeah, is I used to have my beans separate on like a mini little dish on the plate because I was scared that it would touch anything else. That's fucking weird, isn't it? I hate that when you go to like get like, a breakfast and they comes out in a little tub. Yeah, it's like smother. Yeah, yeah. I, I was that. always worried that it would like smother the rest of the food, so it was like separated. Why? When I do a fry up for myself at home, because we already know that I'm a fat bastard for the last two episodes. I I, I like pasta bowls, <laughs> so it's like a big bowl. Mm. I put everything in, and then I cover it with a whole tin of beans. That's fucking mental. <laughs> That's fucking mental. There's no need for sauce, Jamie, because it's all got a bean sauce all over it. You gotta eat it really quickly before it goes soggy. Fucking love it. Another weird thing I used to do when I was a kid is I used to scrape the cheese off the top of a pizza and just eat the tomatoey bread. That's fucked up. I used to only eat cheese and tomato pizza when I was a kid. Well, a good well, a good friend of mine and an associate of yours, Dan, um, won't eat pizza, won't eat Chinese, never had Japanese food, never had anything. I'm like, so what do you do then? You just go out and eat fucking pie and mash all the time. Is that what you're doing? Weird steak grills and fucking you're walking around eating gammon all day, and gammon's like the fucking it's disgusting. So it's just thick bacon. That's the it? only food he's eating. That's what it really is. It's just disgusting. Salty mess. Salty mess on the plate. <laughs> I, um... 
Yeah, I had a curry on Friday from a place. Uh, we had to go pick it up. Oh, mate, it was so good. You know, the hardest thing in Scotland to find is a really good keema naan. You know, like the naan bread with meat in it. Oh, really? Fucking mm. half the places don't even do it. But this place was so good. Like, I was so full after the dinner, but I had, like, almost an entire naan left. And I was like, I'm not putting that down. And I forced them to eat the whole thing. It was like a fucking tractor tire. That's how big it was. It was so good. See, it's been... Because obviously I'm always on a health kick. It's been such a long time since I had uh, Indian that like, I forget portion sizes and stuff. So I'm ordering as though I'm in a normal restaurant. And then when it comes out, I'm just like, fuck me. I was like, I had to shovel myself out of the seat and like wood alone because I just I was just at that much food but it annoys me. and I felt like shit all day today you do yeah because like a lot of the Indian food it's a lot of sauce so I always dig the meat out and there's like mm. half a bowl of sauce there and I'm just like I'm not eating that that's what you do with the naan though isn't it you like wipe it up with the naan oh no man I just fucking chow down that naan like a beast well you just eat the naan dry yeah that's why I get the chemo one because it's got that's meat serial. and stuff in it. That's what serial killers do, Dan. <laughs> you have a lot of serial killer food, Jamie. There's a lot of things on this podcast. It's either rapist you... food or serial killer food. It's a lot of stuff like. Yeah. I was talking about. Because um, obviously, we've recorded since I went to the rugby, innit? At my uncle's house watching the rugby. Yes. Have we? Yeah. We have. Um, we were talking, discussing swingers. Yeah, weird conversation to have with your uncle, but it it come up, and we're talking about swingers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we we're saying about what we discovered from one of our listeners about the upside down pineapples on in the cruise ships. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I discovered uh, I watched Gogglebox on the Friday previous to that, and apparently in the supermarket if someone walks past you with an upside down pineapple in their um basket or trolley that means that they're a swinger and they're advertising to you that they're that they're up for some like fun there's no that way that's true apparently so Who there's like this that? tiktok couple that were on uh uh, thing there's like Alistair do you know Alistair Veen the ginger one she's doing a channel 5 documentary series about like different sexual quirks apparently the upside down pineapple is a uh, another sign in your uh, basket when you're walking around Tesco's so be careful guys if you're walking around the shop and someone's looking at you a bit off key and they've got an upside down pineapple in their fucking basket mm. walk the other way or do what I did and stand in the fire exit and hope they don't come near you. Pineapples are used as a secret way for swingers to identify each other. If you see someone wearing an upside down pineapple badge or pin, it means that they're actually looking for a partner to swap. An upside down pineapple on someone's front porch can be seen as an invitation to join a party. Fuck me. There you go. I know what I'm looking for yep. when I'm going for walks now. Because the, the wife had like an upside down pineapple pendant in it. And she was like, this is how I let people know. I was thinking, Jesus Christ. I don't understand. Why the pineapple? Oh, I see the TikTok now of the pineapple upside down. Yeah, but if I get a pineapple and just chuck it in the in the trolley and it lands upside down. Well, you might be sending out the wrong signals, Dan. 
Never send that the wrong single, Jamie. I just take whatever's coming. But what brought me to that anyway was is is when we were discussing pineapples. Yeah, my uncle said to me he's never bought a pineapple in his life. Never bought a pineapple in his life. What tin or fresh? That's what any. That stumped you. though. I just thought that's fucking weird. And then that's got us back onto the conversation of eating pineapple with savoury items. And then I was just saying in front of everyone, it's rapist food. It's rapist food. And the, the more drunk I was getting, I was like saying, no, I'm not having it. It's fucking rapist food. <laughs> I fucking love pineapple on things. I know you do. It makes me sick. Love it. But, um, so I, Jamie, have been keeping a secret from the listeners. I told I wouldn't do it. What the fuck? But I've been doing it. So, um, yeah, for the last few months, I've been seeing someone. And I've been keeping it a secret because I didn't want to let all the men that, you know, fancy the bollocks off me. Let them, I don't want to let them down. But I'm sorry, guys. I'm off the market. <laughs> You're going to have to find someone else to show your affection to. But, um. Yeah, so I've been spending my weekends with her, and um, that was <laughs> so I have like <laughs> I was laughing because we were eating the curry and I was like really bloated, and I was laying on the sofa, and um, I have like obviously you can hear it. I've always got like problems with like um, my sinuses, so when you have like a baby and they have like you can blow into their nose and it like dislodges all their. All the stuff in their nose. Oh, right. She's not done that to you. <laughs> she gave it a she good fucking go, fuck Jamie. Tell that. And she goes to the gym. <laughs> so, like, I'm laying there bloated, like a fucking, like, retired Father Christmas. Like, my gut's hanging out. And she's, and I'm, like, trying to breathe out my nose. And she's, like, get, pins me down and starts trying to blow into my nose. And I'm, like, get it off me. And we're, like... <laughs> What, what on earth? I felt like an eight-year-old man. <laughs> like, she's got all this gym strength, and I'm just laying there, like, trying not to, like, burp and fart because I'm so full of curry. I was like, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. I was manhandled. I'll tell you that right now. That's what happened. I'm sticking to it. Feels as though that's, like, a step too far for me. It almost like, are you one of them people that would, like... If she's in the bath, you'd come in and go for a wee or whatever. No. No. I've just feel that people that do that, I know a couple, I'm not gonna name them because obviously they'll be fucking ashamed of themselves with me telling them this, but <laughs> I know a couple. He will he will go for a full blown like shit while she's laying in the bath and vice versa. No, because it's weird, because like you're wiped your bastards. ass in that. Mate. There's no, no one on this earth that deserves to be in a room with me while I'm going to the toilet. No. Other than my, like, I barely should be in the room myself. I'm putting myself through it. I don't need to put anyone else through it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, for the record, she didn't manage to blow into mine. I don't even know if she would do it if I let her. I don't want her to. That's why I was fighting her off. But, oh, no. He's, I can imagine, like, pinning you down and you're just wailing like a child. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, get off me. I was like, like, rolling my head around so she couldn't get me. <laughs> I was taking Laying advantage there violated. I was taking advantage of <laughs> uh, 
But um, yeah, I went to Dundee for Mother's Day. We went and saw that new Shazam. Mm. It was pretty good. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet, no. I didn't like the first one. Oh, so like I was one, kind though. of... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. I was like, kind of put, like, on par. It's basically just... Because he used to be in Chuck, innit? Yeah. Chuck back in the day. And it's just like Chuck had been put into a Superman suit. That's what I felt like the first one was. He didn't have... In the first one, his, he looked, his body looked really weird. Like they'd beefed his chest up and that. I don't think they had in mm. this one. I think even the suits looked different. So I think they went oh, really? on one, yeah. They went a bit on natural. But the humour in that was, yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, if you didn't like the first one, it's not probably worth going to see this one. I would say. I'll probably watch it just because it's a DC film. But... Yeah, but if you're going to pay for it, I won't bother. I won't pay, Dan. <laughs> I'm not going to say that on the, on the podcast. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we've had a really good week. So um, I think last week the episode came out while I gave everyone a challenge of going around and, and telling someone to go listen to Two Men No Hope. And I think this is like two episodes mm. after that, but you definitely did it. I don't know how many of you did it, but some of you did it because... Last week, we had the best week of listens we've ever had. It was like fucking mm, off time. the chart. So for anyone that did, thank you very much. We, um, Me and Jamie are going to be at, in Birmingham at the end of April for a couple nights. So even if you're not at the, the podcast convention, we'll be drinking and eating and uh, we'll be around Birmingham. So if you see us, we'll have stickers and, and doodads and a bit of merch on us as well. So if you see us, get some merch but yeah so that'd be at the end of april um we wanted by the next episode which is our year episode to be over 100 stars five stars on spotify we're now sitting at 101 there we go did a whole fucking week uh two weeks early so uh thank you very much two weeks yeah two weeks early it's mad so thanks for that so hopefully we'll be way above that by the time that year episode comes out um thank you the next episode, the year episode, there's an email come in, but in that email, we were informed that my audio wasn't as good as it was. Um, hopefully, whatever I've done has, has maybe fixed it a little bit. Um, I'll continue to try and, and uh, sort it out. But thank you for that. Um, so, some things like that, we won't notice once they get uploaded and things like that. So, you know please let us know if there's any problems with the audio or anything like that. Just drop us an email. We'll try and fix it. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? We're doing it all on our own, so sometimes we miss things. And uh, I think audio for us, podcast, is probably the, the most important thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I think as a, as it goes generally, I think our audio is better than a lot of other podcasts I've listened to that are... The, like that we've sifted through trying to find like co-hosts and stuff like that so i think i think we i think we're there i think it's just obviously something that we didn't notice until it was highlighted yeah so but we appreciate it yeah please don't, here for. please don't feel like you're uh you're insulting us or anything like that you know we want to do the best we can so please any any other time just let us know unless you're messaging us to say our oh, content shit and you fuck off <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> get a first troll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we haven't really had one yet, but I'm not going to fucking jinx it. Um, right, so we'll start off this email with uh, with this email with this episode with just a follow up. So um, a few episodes ago, we had a listener email in. It emailed in before, and his last email was about going on holiday and not want to take his shirt off. And he said he's still with this partner, and we were like, "Hang on a minute." What do you mean with your partner? Who have you been cheating on us with? So he messaged and said, Sorry guys, I thought I made it clear I was worried about my initial question because I was in, in the early stages of speaking to a lady. Sorry for any miscommunication. Reading it back, I noticed I hadn't mentioned it. So in the first episode, uh, the first email was because he was just getting into a relationship with this woman and he hadn't mentioned it. So I'll take back our little... Dig at him, cheating on us. Thank Jive. you, Stigbuds. Eh? <laughs> the little joy, the little jab you gave him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said it straight. Thanks very much for emailing him. We appreciate it, and um, hopefully you're both still going strong, and and your holiday is is top notch, and you got your show off because that's what we want. Um, but thanks for emailing. Thank you very much. So. Definitely. To our first email. Really good content. You both have done something totally different and independent from the main show. I enjoy all three elements to the week, especially Monday. I listen to the double whammy of the main show and the JCB episode. I So the program we use to distribute our podcast has had an update, and I've finally been able to see the comments that everyone's been leaving. And we've actually been getting really good stuff for all three and um yeah yeah i think it's been pretty good it doesn't notify us at all does it because i didn't know about any of them comments no but i try and if you do leave a comment and i manage to find it i do try and pin it on the episode so everyone can see you know i don't know why it just doesn't automatically pin it but we have to uh, like authorize it so um, maybe just in case people troll you or something yeah exactly yeah but um we're glad you enjoy the content Obviously, it's there at the minute free, but if the podcast takes off and we do like a Patreon or something, we'll be taking them episodes away from you and making you pay for them because we we don't want to be working <laughs> our shit jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so in the future, you, you're going to get one episode, maybe two a week, but everything else is ours. Um, on the sidebar, I would like to extend my condolences to Daniel. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. His funeral's coming up soon, so... Hopefully, uh, we get a bit of closure off of that. And, yeah. um, I really enjoyed Jamie's story of his crazy little dog. He has single-handedly made me decide to get a dog for me and my family. Is there any breed you both would recommend for a family? And is there any names like uh, like that you like, as I really like Rocco? Enjoy the rest of your day. I, listening to you talk about Rocco, would never want to get a dog. Not even for a second. <laughs> I moan a lot about him, but he is I can't imagine life without him. He is a he is um a fucking character, put it that way. He's definitely a character in my life. He runs your life. <sighs> Everyone but me runs my life, Dan. I'm just fucking here for the I'm here for the ride, mate. Yes. I'm here for the fucking ride. <laughs> uh <laughs> 
Um, no, I think I think a good dog, good family dog. If you're not too worried about big dogs, I think something like a Labrador or something like yeah, that. Yeah, one always a gets a lab. dog. Yeah, I think that like they're good energy. As they get older, as well, they they calm down and they just chill. I don't know. It, it all dep- you have to research uh, breeds as best as possible if you're going into it because there's some dogs that you get that are super independent and you won't. And if you want like a dog that hugs you and and like sit, sits with you when you're watching this TV or whatever, then you won't get that from certain breeds. Yeah, they will be wanting to sit away from you and stuff like that. Jack Russell's, believe it or not, are supposed to be independent, but Rocco is very needy and sits on my <laughs> chest 95% of the time. Yes, he does. So, yeah. uh, But I think that's what I've created because I, I literally had him in my hands all the time when, when he was young. So now he's just used to being handled all the time. I think you got it right there. Though, like, before you get any breed, you should always research because like you said, they always got their own different characters. I um, because mm. a lot of people get like pugs, but I think you need a lot of money to have a pug because they have a lot of breathing problems. Yeah, they're hard to insure. Yeah, because of the breathing issues, um, that that actually been banned on breeding a few times because they're overbred, um, and that's what leads to their breathing issues. Same with French bulldogs. Yeah, see, I wouldn't go down that route. You want to do um, gonna be healthy and then you got but you got the same of like if you get like a great dane they can have like problems with their legs because they're so fucking massive yeah a lot of larger dogs as well can have heart issues um you got like there's certain temperaments to dogs like that aren't good with kids like so like a border collie i grew up with like a border collie cross which is like a sheep dog black and white sheep dog um then known notoriously for not because they're working dogs they're not good around like kids and stuff but then you could get a dog and it would be soft to shy and it would love you do you know what i mean so sometimes it's not always what what it says on paper but i think just do your research yeah oh yeah definitely i if i ever got a dog i don't want any more pets because they're ridiculously like you can't do anything you're okay because you can drop them off, rock off at your mum's. Mm, but like, I'm very lucky that way. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you can't go on fucking holiday. You can't go for nights away or anything like that because you've got a fucking dog to come home to. It's like having kids in it, but you can't take them with you. Um, but I'd like a Scottish Terrier. Mm. Scotty dog. Like the one out of fucking Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> yeah. I think... When I went for Rocco, one of the main things I got with Rocco is uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to go to a groomer in it. I didn't want to have to pay for a groomer because my mum deals with it loads with her dog. And I was like, if I have to pay for grooming, that's an extra cost every month. So I got Rocco, which is a short-haired dog. That's also something to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, because my mum does for Chewy. I think it's like every six to seven weeks. And he looks like fucking mm. Chewbacca, which is funny because we called him Chewy. And then when he gets cut, <laughs> he looks like a little military dog because he's like tiny and he's got like a square face. Like a little shape. They're like half the size, isn't they? 
Yeah, but they always leave like all this fluff on his tail. I'm like, why don't you just cut that off? You know I mean? They do this weird thing because my mum's got a working cocker spaniel. Apparently, it's a cocker spaniel thing, yeah, to have like a fucking flick on the front of their head. So they have like a fringe, like a weird little fringe bit that comes down. And I hate it. The, bre- the groomers always leave it on there, yeah. He looks like, do you know when Tobey Maguire decided to turn bad in the third fucking Spider-Man movie and he's flicking his hair as he's walking along the road? <laughs> yeah. That's what he looks like when he's come back fresh from the groomers. I always go to mum, just cut that bit off. Just cut that bit off. Leave him looking a bit normal, innit? it? But no, she likes it. She says it's a character. We, um, the three of us, uh, before we went out, we took Chewy for a walk. And like, um, he does this thing where when he's found a spot to go for a, a jobby, he starts walking sideways. Mm. I don't know why, but I'm like, he's going to go to the toilet. He's going to go to the toilet. And he's like, on the path. And you could see, <laughs> you could see his butt open. Yeah. And I was like, he's about to take a shit. Mum's like, no. <laughs> so he quickly goes like, <laughs> and he sees he's like, I'm like, oh, mum, you should just let him do it. You're going to pick it up anyway. And, and uh, I'm getting told off for yeah. looking at his butt. And I'm like, what? He's sticking it up in the air. Am I supposed to not look at it? <laughs> Have you seen those videos of dogs that bark and then their butt puckers at the same time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. But huskies, but dog names, man. I don't. Isn't it huskies? huskies that yeah. Shit, while they're walking. Uh, not, uh, not all of them. I know huskies are like super hard to maintain. They need like, uh, like multiple walks a day because they're obviously used to. They have a problem with being working dogs, being left on their own as well. Like they're proper vocal when you leave yeah, them on their own. They have really bad anxiety, yeah, and they shed really badly. So you'd have to take him to a field and like comb his hair out. There's a guy that does it in the field by me, and there's like fucking hair everywhere across the field. And it's because they shed so badly. Because <laughs> obviously they're not built to be fucking in summer. Do you know what I mean? They're supposed to have a really thick coat. Yeah. So they shed loads. Just get a fucking um, leaf blower. Yeah. A lot of people go for them designer dogs that are crossed with poodles purely because they're anaphylactic, or whatever it's called, where you don't have to... Um, if you're allergic to dogs or if you don't want dog hair around the house, they don't molt. Oh. They literally... Mm-hmm. No, no hair comes off them because they're part poodle. But when you... Research Type a poodle. Energetic. Poodles have loads of fucking problems mentally. They're like fucking off key. I think the owners make. It's dogs like letting the schizophrenic key. in the house. My fucking <laughs> my cousin's dog is a nut fuck. I hate it. I hate it so much. But it's because she leaves it in a kitchen for like nine hours a day. Doesn't let it roam the house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It's full of energy. It's off its nut, yeah. Why it hasn't shit all over that mm. kitchen? I'd be wiping my ass over the counters to try and get my own back. Um, dog names. I always think it's easy to see the dog for it to come. What was that dog name that I thought was brilliant? That we, we had a previous listener that was getting a dog and she wanted names. Oh, was it like socks or something? No, it was, it was something like, like something Scrope. Like I can't remember. 
Oh. Gooch. Gooch. That's it. I'll allow you to use Gooch. Gooch is a great name. I always like to name my animals after what I'm going to shout at them while I'm in the park. Yeah, that's what I said before, isn't it? Like, you got to think if you if you call it like Miss Tinkerbell, you can't be shouting that across the park. Do you know what I mean? You need to put a bit more thought into it. You want something really insulting, so when you shout it, everyone looks at you like you're calling them a, a wanker or something. I still like the name <laughs> Dog. I know what's wrong with Dog. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Jamie doesn't approve. I don't know. I don't, I don't like naming animals after people, like people's names. Yeah, I know a dog called Colin, isn't it? Which is a bit weird. Yeah, or like Scott, Paul, uh, Bruce. No. If you want something like dipshit or uh, rash. <laughs> rash. <laughs> I, I always like it when that rash like... is all in my bed. <laughs> I like it if someone's got like two little attitudey dogs, like two little dash hounds or something, and they call them like Ronnie and Reggie. I think that's pretty. That's pretty. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, I can feel like that. Like Ant and Deck. I used to have two goldfish. I called them Ant and Deck. Yeah, Sharky and Georgie. Um. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, with Rocco, I don't even know what made us decide. Well, we went for Bailey originally, but then when I saw him, Charlotte was like, I think he's he's not a Bailey. And I was like, no, he's not a Bailey. And then we thought, because he was such a little attitude, we we started calling him Rocky. But then there was loads of dogs called Rocky at the time. So I was like, we'll call him Rocco instead. So it's slightly different. Yeah, and then I was like, Rocco's Modern Life, and you were like, I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never heard of that in my life. Not once. Yeah. I um, I, I insulted my um, family friend because her, her son's called Rocco. I was like, that's what I call my dog, isn't it? And then she got really upset by it. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. I was like, what the fuck? Get over it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely like when you see it, like, because it's like babies, right? Like, you can want whatever name you want, but if you see it and you're like, no, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work, you gotta change and it. And one thing I always maintain as well, if you do get a rescue dog, you can fucking name it the name that you wanna call it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's because so there's some people. Confusing, man. The dog don't fucking know. Of course he fucking he's, knows. He's, he's literally just reading. He's reading your uh, voice box. He's he don't fucking know what you're saying. I if I I could say anything with two syllables in the in the same way that I'd say Rocco, and he would be looking at me like I'm calling him. I could be like dickhead, come here little dickhead, and he'll come straight to me, loving life in it, loving life. <laughs> as long as it's the same amount of syllables and you say it in the so, right tone. So if you were left, ain't got a fucking at the fire clue. station like you should have been when you were younger, Jamie, and someone took you up and was like. Who said I wasn't there? Who said you're not was, stepping what, on a hot button subject there, Dan? What was your name then? It weren't Jamie. You just learnt a new one. I don't. I don't like that name, Jamie. I'm going. I'm going to call you Brucella. <laughs> Brucella. <laughs> 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 
No, because I know a guy that he's he he's got a rescue. It's a staff, right? And it's called it's called Adonis. Yeah, what's wrong with that? The person, the person that watched it, uh, the person that got uh, owned the dog originally was a fan of fucking Adonis Creed from the fir- the Creed films. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he shouts Adonis in the park. He literally like quivers in cringiness, like he hates it. It makes him nearly want to cry. So that now when he's uh, calling his dog, he just shouts Donny. So I was like, why don't you just call it Donny? And he was like, I never thought of that. And then ever since then, he's just changed the dog's name to Donny. And Donny's fine, isn't it? He's quite happy. As long as you're giving him a treat, he don't give a shit what you call him. <laughs> yeah, well, dogs are scavengers, isn't it? They all fuck here and they don't give a fuck. But no, I don't think so. It's like a boat, right? It's bad luck. You can't change the name. It's not right. Yeah, you can. Especially if they're new. Especially if they're young. Change it to whatever you want. It's like that. You big, miserable bastard. Um, Yeah, send us pictures of this dog when you get one. And uh, and tell us what you name it. And we'll pass it on to the listeners. I'll let you have Gooch. Don't let Dan put you off. Name it what you want, mate. Name it what you want. Not if it's a rescue. It's been given a name. That's the name it's supposed to get. Start calling you something else, Jamie. See how you like it. Can't do that with you. Oh, dickhead. Well, oh, dickhead. You, I don't want to go to the, the rescue centre and this. <laughs> I don't want to go to the rescue centre and then like they're like, oh, it's the most lovely dog ever, but his name's Dave. Yeah, I'll be like, I don't want that Dave. Well, then don't the dog do you know Dave. I mean? Oh, but I want the dog. I don't want his name. When he comes home, I'll call him something else. No, yeah, fuck it, that's horrible. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I'm going to get blowback for this. I bet I'm going to get blowback for this. No, because it's that sort of horrible situation where everyone agrees with you and they're like, you can name whatever you want. So like, no. <laughs> fuck it. Then. It's like a boat, bad luck. Um... So this uh, listener says, I'm glad you guys believe Flat Earth is bullshit. I was so worried that I was, over the title of the show, I knew you were going to do Flat Earth. It's such a fucking easy one to... I had to go there. Hate on, yeah, I had yeah. to go there. I still learned a few things. I didn't realise those celebrities and that believed in it, but <sighs> fucking Flat Earth. He also wrote into... I think the first... I think the first few, you kind of got to like cover the bases, like the reptilians, the um, flat Earth, like the Men in Black, like they're like the big main ones, isn't they? Yeah, yeah. it's hard sometimes to figure out whether people are just making a conspiracy up to make it a conspiracy theory, or it's actually, mm. you know what I mean? Um, especially the way yeah, the, the way it is. Uh, the listener mm. also emailed into Brian. <clears throat> Thanks very much. I appreciate that. I've met, spoke to him and he's got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what it oh, said. That's good. That's good. Because um, I haven't listened no. to the episode yet, but he's definitely got it. Um, so it says, I've been dating in, in a relationship for the past eight years up to the end of February when she suddenly broke it off with me. She gave me a flimsy excuse saying we had just grown apart and I've been devastated since. I didn't know what I was doing wrong in the relationship to cause this. 
So a few days ago, I made a poor judgment to follow her back on social media under another account as she had blocked me. Oh, shit, I've done that. Just to be nosy and see what she was up to. Well, her Facebook had no new posts, but her Instagram had lots of pictures of her and a guy looking very close, going for dinner. It even looked like they did a spa day together in the previous week, just days after we split. So in my mind, she'd been seeing this guy while still with me and broke it off with me to get with him properly. Would you come to the same conclusion? And what would you guys say I should do with my next action? And then he says, please keep it on us, which we always do. Um, yes. I'll be, I will eat my fucking hat. I will eat my fucking hat if it, if if she wasn't sleeping with this guy while she was with you. I'm afraid to say it, but um, I don't know if, if she is sleeping. Or with even you. if she was, yeah, she could have been like slightly lent towards that way. But I don't know. That's There's some people whole, that don't deserve relationships in this world. The whole thing about like blocking you on social media. Hmm. Because you don't know how bad. Like, because sometimes I think myself. Like, because like you can't always blame the guy, right? So she's like blocked you on social media because she might have already said to this guy that she was single, and he's going to her. Why haven't you put any pictures of up of us together? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no like social media presence there at all. Yeah, because that's that's what it. happened to me. Like before, because I don't really use social media. So when I was with one of my exes, I didn't even know that she'd blocked me. I just, I don't go on it. I didn't even notice. And then when we broke up, I went on there to block her. And it was already off. And I was like, so I did that. She, I don't know how she managed to, uh, but one of my mates, Mrs. had her on there and told me that she was with some other guy, which I already knew that anyway, because she'd done that to me before. Um, and the way that things ended. Yeah. Like... So I wasn't even surprised. But yeah, normally, if they block you on social media before you get there, that's because they're posting stuff they don't want you to see. And that you're right. Yeah. That's the worst thing to do is... Because that's the easiest thing, right? Oh, I'll make a fake one. Not Adam. And they're just like, oh, instant regret. I've 100% done that. Yeah. In the past. <laughs> yeah. 100% done that. I think everyone's been there thinking that it's a good idea at the time and instant regret when you actually do look at there. Because even if there's nothing on there and there isn't another guy on their social media or whatever, you're then thinking, why she blocked me? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then you end up spiraling down that fucking route. So I think possibly the best thing that could ever happen to you at this point to the listener is... That you've realised that she's not worth it. Move on. Don't uh, waste any more time thinking over her. I know that's easier said than done when you come out of a relationship. It's harder than... That rejection is not a nice thing to feel. And like the way that she ended it, she just decided to fucking all of a sudden end it when he thought there was nothing wrong. That just sums up someone that's been hiding something and just decides they want to end it. It's on on their own terms rather than me laugh about that whole we've grown apart thing because I've been in that position 
the we've grown apart thing. And when you break up, if both of you have grown apart, you're not that bothered. It's like no. mutual. But obviously yeah. he's emailed in because she's like, that's a cheap excuse, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, we've grown apart. It's like, well, no, just own up and say, maybe she has grown apart, but he hasn't. So own up, be like, oh, things aren't the same. I, you know, I don't feel the same way towards you. Yeah, you come off as a bit of a mm. dick, but at least you're being honest. Like, I don't think he would have gone looking on her social media if she had come clean and no, been like, not. I'm not interested anymore. It still would have hurt, but I think it would have felt a bit more sincere and not, there's not that she's up to something feeling. Yeah, I think even the honesty of saying, oh, I'm uh, someone else has caught my eye. Don't even need to say any more than that. Someone else has caught my eye, and I'm starting to get doubts about our relationship. That's all that needs to be said, and th- and that honesty would have saved this guy a lot of hurt in the end. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think I don't know. People people were quite cowardice when it comes to things like this, and I've known a lot of relationships to end like that, and. Uh, it's it's not uncommon. You're not the only person in the world that's going through it. It's happened to Dan. It's happened to Many me. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think just keep your chin up, man. Get back in the saddle. Yeah. Now that you've seen that she was up to what she's like, like there's no people always like, oh, you want to get your own back and stuff like that. But the quickest thing and the most damaging thing to her is the fact to move on. You know what I mean? I think if you accidentally bumped into yeah. anything like that, if you've moved on, if anything, it makes her feel a bit cheap, doesn't it? Like, how could you have moved on already? Or how could you have done it? I mean, mm. two sides, isn't it? I would take take three girls to a spa day and fucking do a full-blown Instagram story over it all. Yeah. Just put your like your arms round three different women in it, just and just like with kiss faces and all that shit, and just hope that she's done the same. Because even if she is the person that's moved on, they're still in a, even even if it's in six months' time, they're still gonna come and nose on your profile. Of course they will. Yeah, yeah just happen. to see. If I, I nose on. on people's profiles that I haven't spoke to in ten years. I still go and have a look. Just oh, have see, a look. I'm not that. So maybe if they post a picture after like ages, and I'm like. Oh, I forgot you've even existed. And I'll go have a quick scroll. Mm. But apart from that, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. That's the best thing about having ADHD, <laughs> that if I don't talk to you for about a week, you don't fucking exist. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> but then, as soon as you come back, all the heartbreak comes back with it, Jamie. It's just every time I look at oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. But, um... Yeah, man, pick yourself back up. She ain't fucking worth it, man. She's going to go through those fucking lengths. And she's obviously not going to tell you the truth. So there's no point in fucking brooding all over it. Just to get yourself no. back out there. That's what I would do. But yes, we did come to the same conclusion as you. What cow? Let's see. Right, next one. So this listener says, Brian is a good addition to the podcast. His comedy fixes well with both of you. Uh, please let him know. I think he gives good advice and is a good guest to the show. Can't wait 
uh, to see more crossovers. Yeah, Brian's quite a good one. Um, I, I don't even know. You talked to him first, didn't you? Did, is it you that... Did he message you? Yeah, you? I put out a post on Facebook. Brian approached me, and then he just so happened to mention that he was part of like the TESD uh, network. So then I was like... That then got me buzzing, and then I like was like, right, damn, we need to get this guy on, we need to get this guy on. <laughs> and then I didn't speak for the fucking whole episode that we <laughs> had him on the first time round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I made up for it the second time round, but yeah, I think he is definitely a good addition to, uh, like, he gets fully involved, he has his little f- funny moments when he's. Uh, he, he gives you like a joke answer and a yeah a good answer uh the, like the serious answer. I think you can always tell by the fucking TikToks. TikToks with him in it have been quite uh, successful. So yeah, no, that's what we try and do though. Like, um, we put out a post of one, and we had a few sort of people that want to get on, but we just felt that um, because we don't want people coming on here triggering anyone. We don't anyone. We don't want people that are like more to one side than the other, because the last thing we want to do is have mm. someone's email if they feel quite sensitive about it, and then that person's got stuck on that one email for the whole time, and they're like shaming them. That's not what we do. I think me and Jamie like to sort of, without sitting on the bench, we like to be honest, but we never really, you know, put anyone down about what they're they're sending in, and. uh so it's hard to find people that we think are going to get on board. Or on that wavelength. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people yeah. as well, when they come on else's podcast, they think they're going to get interviewed. We don't do that anyway, either. You know what I mean? No, like, that's not the aim of the show. And, like, people don't want to listen to that. Coming to us, you can listen to a million podcasts where people interview someone. Um... On top of that as well, it's get it... Like, we try to steer away from anything political because, obviously... Yeah, that's a fucking subject you could end up going down into a rabbit hole, and uh, we've managed to get guests on that. We've been able to avoid that, and I think I think that's just from us being picky. Yeah. So hopefully, that carries on as time goes on. Yeah, we have a couple um, that hopefully will pan out that we think will be a good fit. Um, mm. But at the end of the day, it's always about the listeners, and that's what we're going to stick to, and that's the way we like it. You know what I mean? So. Everyone's equal on this podcast. The guests come on, they get no special treatment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if we go on their show, we'd expect that to go along with their premise of their show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's the bus while they're doing it. But um, your feedback's always welcome, and we appreciate it. Like, we've had a guest on before, um, and people have said that they didn't really like them, or they're a bit much. And... Uh, you know, we always take that into account as working with people in the future. So the question from this night is, there's a boy in my class, he seems to like me, but only shows it through harassment and TikTok videos. How could I possibly figure out his intentions without making myself vulnerable? I wouldn't be against it as I'm not used to the attention, but I'm also not sure if I'm over-reading the negative behavior as a positive. As he seems flirtatious one-on-one, but never seems to show it in person. 
Thanks. Please accept my question for review. Of course we do. Um, I get a lot of harassment and uh, TikTok videos from Jamie. How do you feel about me, Jamie? <laughs> um, that is how I show love. Uh... <laughs> 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 um, I don't like that. I think this person... Huh? I don't like that, that whole... Because that's what they say when you're a kid, right? Oh, that person's picking like oh that, oh, that girl's picking on me or whatever, and then like, oh, it's because they like you. It's like no, yeah, yeah, that's not the way it works. But then sometimes it does, isn't it? Sometimes it does, and I think when someone is painfully shy, like before I realised how to like hold a conversation up with a woman. Not saying I'm fucking brilliant at it, but I was reasonably successful at times um (laughs) i uh like i would do stuff like that because i wouldn't i would just be looking for their attention do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i was i didn't really understand how to get their attention without being annoying in in ways and used to do that over msm back in my day but tiktok is a way to start conversations sometimes and if i'm feeling awkward with someone i'll send a tiktok even now. So maybe they're just painfully shy, don't know what they're doing. Or they could just be a pain in the ass and they're not thinking about it in any way that you're thinking about it. But I think I'm leaning more towards the fact that they like you. Um but they just don't know how to express it. And if you like them back then maybe you make a slightly not too forward of a move, but make just like a a few flirtatious comments and see what comes back. I think it's hard when um, it's the same sex, right? Like, um, mm. especially because, like, uh, in my circle, my group when I was down south, being like, um, like gay and stuff like that. It was like a thing of like pushing it. Like, how far could you go before the other person was like, "I can't take it anymore." I do it to yeah, Jamie like all the playing time. Gay chicken, isn't it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do it to Jamie all the time. Send him something like <laughs> some message on on WhatsApp. It's like ridiculously gay, and I just get back Dan. I'm like, well, there you go, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I've never been really good with the the negative signal signals. I think to myself, like, because I'm quite a, uh, if you've been horrible to me, then I just switch off. And then it's quite Mm. hard for me to turn around and be like, like it is. I think, I think the TikTok videos, I think depends on the content, doesn't it? Like you can tell. Yeah, almost. Because like, when I, when this email was sent in, I was like, I send a lot of TikToks out to people. Are they thinking a certain fucking way of what I'm sending them. Then I was just like, okay, maybe I'll just select less people on my WhatsApp when I'm uh, sending a few TikToks out, do you know what I mean? But then I think, like I said, I think it's the content (laughs) of the TikTok. Like, there's a guy at work that sends me TikToks and normally it's, like, traffic accidents and, like, people being punched and stuff like that. And I just think to myself, that guy's fucking off his Mm. nut. And then you send me a lot of... um, rappers being idiots and like and just like weird like podcast comedy yeah yeah. 
which I think is just on par with our humour. So I think without, I think you could probably read a lot more into the TikTok videos. I think would give a bit away of what their intentions mm. are. Try and send. I, like, I don't even know if like this other person is that sexually inclined. There's another thing. Right? Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would almost make my mind up if I knew for sure whether they were open to like a same a same sex relationship or whatever. Because you might be looking into it, think, and they're just thinking they're your mate. Um sending you stuff and being like annoying as a mate like I do I send all kinds of shit to Dan like I, but I'm not expecting him to pick it up a certain way but if I knew Dan was gay maybe I wouldn't I don't know I don't know it's different <laughs> just thinking of all the ridiculous TikToks you would send me if I was gay um, <laughs> not that they would face me now even though I'm not gay I think I'd still fucking laugh at them uh, I think the, the best thing probably to do is like if he's flirtatious one-on-one, and obviously that means that you have had one-on-one time with him, just invite him out to a drink or like a night out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if it's... Because if he's like different around other people, that's like Jamie says, he could be really shy. So maybe the best thing to do is to invite him out one, just go like, oh, do you want to go for a couple of drinks or something like that? And then see where the night takes you i wouldn't go in for like you know but you'll get more of a gauge with just the two of you and you never know after a couple of drinks he might open up yeah it might loosen up a bit yeah some people just aren't into pda either because i like i physically cringe um when it comes to like pda What's pda and, uh, like showing like affection in public like kissing oh, okay shit like that um, I have to be certain levels of like boozed up to start showing affection in that in public. Other than that, it's like I don't, I just don't do it. Um, so he might be the same way inclined. Never noticed that before. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely um, you're right to sort of like wonder why we only get like mm. we've said before without you having to type like an essay of what's going on, we've only got so much information. I think if mm. you're interested in even if you, even if it's not going to go that way, go out for a drink. It's a good thing for mates. It gets you out, has a good laugh. You know what I mean? If anything, you'll probably have a good night and then you'll probably get more out of it. I think leaving it and going over in your head is the worst thing you could do because it just, it just makes it more unsure the more you think about it. Yeah, and it could fizzle up at the wrong time. Yeah. And you could be at a party and having a fucking breakdown over it or something. <laughs> which could easily happen. But then I'd like I'd analyse my TikToks, you know what I mean? Let's know let us know what kind of TikToks he's sending you. Maybe it's the same as what Jamie's sending me. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> Let us know what you decide to do if you go out for a drink or anything like that. We always like feedback. And we always like to know in what direction our, our advice went. You know, for anyone that asks the same question in the future, we might actually have, you know, a little bit more knowledge if you if you give us some feedback. So hopefully it all works out. Right, this is a long email. Wet my whistle before I get going.
Oh, okay. This is all right then. This is maybe why I left one of the emails. I, we didn't have six emails. You really made, uh, you really made my today with your latest episode. You've really got me going. I was cracking all up, uh, cracking up all over the workshop, and on night shift, every thought I had just lost my mind. I was thinking of an idea I really enjoyed from your previous episodes. Maybe do a scenarios again. I know you did zombies and serial killers. So we'll do these and we'll do like, you know, five odd minutes of each. So um, what would you do in a purge scenario and try to put each other off as they go through what they would do? So if there was a purge, one night you could do whatever you want, Jamie. What would you do? I would... find wherever the fucking gold exchange is in the UK and I'll be planning that heist for the whole year and that will be happening as soon as the fucking sh- do you know when people pull their shutters down Yeah, I'm pulling my shutters up and I'm going in the car and I'm off that'll be that'll be my plan I'll definitely I'll be like, it'll all be monetary game with me because like I'm not that bothered about killing people I'll kill them if I have to oh, but... no. I, would, I, would, I would kill some people I bet you would, yeah. I yeah. bet you fucking would. I would You'd be straight, on like some killing spree. Straight away, go for my boss, like the head of like the Laura place. <laughs> I would just do him in. And then there's a couple people from when I was younger <laughs> that have been on my list for a very long t- time, Jamie. I would do in as well. I'm not naming any names. I'll be like, I'll, if I see you on Persian night, Dan, I'll just avoid you because <laughs> I'll just be like, <laughs> this motherfucker is going to be unpredictable tonight. I'll just be like, he'll turn around and kill me at the end of the night or something. We'd just be like driving down the road and we'd be like chatting on our way to do whatever we're doing. And then all of a sudden I'll put the brakes on. I'll be like, I'll be right back. And I'll just fucking run out of the car and I'll come back and I've got blood on my face. And you'd be like, where did you go? Oh, I saw that guy down the road that short changed me once and just drove away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my ADHD will be at full I wouldn't be able to fucking concentrate I'll be like oh I remember you knife in the face I wouldn't do any I'm like... sure that if when I if I put any thought into it there'd be quite a few people that I'd want to exact revenge on yeah. but when I think of it like off the cuff gold is where in, I'm going to be heading in the purge films obviously there was looting and stuff like that after the purge day did the police get involved was that it like just because it's purge you can have what you want just because it happened on that day you know did you, did you ever watch the purge TV show no so there's there's a purge TV show which is quite good I've like, got three seasons or two seasons on Amazon and um, that's about a heist they do a heist and one of the guys gets caught. They do a heist every year, but one of the guys gets caught just after the timer goes off, and then he gets arrested. But the rest of them get away. Oh, okay. Mm, maybe I would get some. I money think they're there. actually cops. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. But I was like, nah. This is like, I said, I've said to Charlotte before when, because Charlotte likes the Purge films because you know what she's like. She likes a bit of blood and guts, and. Uh, we were watching it and I'd be like, I'll be robbing everything. Like, you'd be having to nail shit down for me not to take it because it would be fucking in the back of my van. I'll be robbing vans to take stuff. 
Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll just have like a fucking compound compound of fucking shit that I've robbed over the over the years of uh, the purge. No, I'll be definitely be killing. Uh, that's what I always go to is I'll be killing. There's always so there's always someone that you know that you've known is that if anything happens and you got a one way ticket, you'd be fucking you'd be on them. Like flies on shit. Say if the purge was on like in in like October, yeah, I'll be like in someone's house in July at a barbecue, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's a nice TV." Um, I'll keep that noted, and then uh, <laughs> come October, I'm in the house. I'm in the house. I have a feeling though that if there was a purge, because they had a, a rule, didn't they, that if you have something out front of your house, then it's not to be touched. Like you don't want to participate. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Yeah, and I I know full well that one of the bastards that I want to do in would be one of them slimy fucks that would have something out of his house. Pissy Owen. Yeah. And you know what, Jamie? I don't give a fuck, because there ain't no rules during the purge. I'll be breaking that shit. Be like that episode of Rick and Morty, do you know the purge episode? Yeah. <laughs> 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 ignoring the rules Jay, ignoring the rules so a hostage situation I'm pretty sure you asked me about a hostage situation I said I'd give him up give up give myself up didn't you have me in a basement or something yeah I said you were yeah the serial killer took you down to the basement and uh, there was three people that have already been kept captive for years I was like, what would you do? Would you fight back or would you just accept what's going on? And you was like, I'll just accept being raped for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, because I said that people like that can't get it up unless like they if you get like you fight back. So I'd just be like, Come give it. Yeah. I want some. And they'd be like, So you'd like be a like, noodle. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean it's a fifty fifty chance. Either he likes the uh the I want it attitude or it or it loses its attention. Mm. But he's got here, what would you guys do? Something like a bank robbery or something like that. So does he mean a hostage situation in a bank robbery or we're doing a bank robbery and we have hostages? I think... I think maybe if we're the in the bank and some people run in and try to rob the bank. Well, mate, I'm getting on my fucking hands and knees, mate. You always have that. Oh, I'm going to tackle him because he's... No, fuck no. I'm getting on the floor and I'm hiding. I'll be like, why are we... Why am I in a bank in 2023? <laughs> I haven't been in a bank for about 10 years. <laughs> you just got me to steal one of the little pens in the chain. <laughs> I don't even use the fucking checkout. Uh, not checkout. Cash <laughs> cash points anymore. Like, I'm... It's all card now, baby. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> why am I in a bank? <laughs> I don't know. Banks don't even have money nowadays. Who fucking knows? <laughs> My local bank is now a Turkish restaurant. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, no, I would love to say, oh, well, I'll go full hero mode and fucking like go Bruce Lee and start kicking the shit out of people. But I know for a fact I'll just lay on the floor and just let it happen. Because yeah. I'll be like, fuck the man. All this money's insured. Take what you want. In fact, throw me a couple of thousand while you're at it. Just drop it on the floor. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hold I'll your bags for you. I'll be like, yeah. the name you do it. 
I can't imagine many branches in Luton have got more than fucking 10 grand in them. Otherwise, people would be doing them over all the time. I saw a thing on TikTok. I can't remember what. It was a podcast with some guy in it. And he was like, um, he's like, banks don't have money. He's like, they don't like to carry money mm. anymore. So he's like, I went into a bank trying to get money out. They didn't have it. Didn't have any money. So then he was like, and then I went into a bank and I had a million, million dollars. Why? He's got a million dollars. And uh, he was like, I'm de- I want to deposit this. And they're like, what, here? He's like, yeah, you're my bank. This is my money. Take my money. And they were, he's like, oh, they look really sheepish. And they closed all the shutters and closed the bank while he was in it. Because they were worried because there was so much money in his bank. That's fucking mental, isn't it? Yeah, from what I understand, obviously, like, when you think about the banks, I haven't been in, as I said, I ain't been in a bank for 10 years. But the last time I was in the bank, there was me, a middle-aged bloke that I could beat in a fight if I if I had my fucking eyes closed, yeah? And um, one singular teller behind the, the counter. There's no way they've got two members of staff on with like a million sitting behind the counter. Yeah. All the crackheads in Luton would be in there robbing the place. <laughs> it's fucking mental. I think it was a thing when everything was cashed back in the day. There must have been a lot of cash about, but yeah. now no one has cash. No, the banks are all putting it in fucking investments and stuff, in they, with our money. Um, mm. Right, last one. Um, if you were in a Westworld situation <coughs> where you discovered life is a lie and we are all robots controlled by the Illuminati, that's another purge situation. If I found out I was a robot, I'd be like, fuck this. Why am I working in a fucking factory doing more than a nine to five if I'm a fucking robot? Mm. No. Isn't that what happened in where I I haven't seen I've seen two episodes of Westworld. Don't doesn't the robots sort of like become self aware? Yeah, so the robots they start to like glitch out and then they realise that they're in a fucking theme park. And so if that was me and I was uh, Eleanor or whatever her name was, I'd go full tribal. Yeah. Like I would kill everything that that's in front of me. Yeah. I'll be wearing people's faces as my face. I'd be like, I would go, it would be absolute mayhem. Little tuxedo. So I'd be thinking, fuck it. Yeah, tuxedo. Little shout out to tuxedo. <laughs> um, yeah, there would, be, there would be nothing stopping me because I'd just be like, there's no point in this world. That's it, dumb. Yeah. And especially because you're, you're a robot. Be, you're... What, what, um, what have you got as a robot? You kill someone, they'll just turn you off. So what's the fucking point in, you know what I mean? Just keep going. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. For that. Um, so he has a question. So it says, with Mother's Day coming up, my parents have asked me and my partner over and they do not get along brilliantly normally, so I dread it. What would you recommend me do? I make an excuse and not go or do I head over and tell my other half not to come? So I've already replied to this because... Obviously, we're recording this after Mother's Day, so I've mm. sent him about. So, what would you recommend, Jamie? What would I recommend? Yeah. Um, 
I would put everyone in the situation they don't want to be in and just go bring them bring my our partner around. <laughs> I think all those questions to put you in a purge mode, you're like, I don't give a fuck about people's feelings. Everyone's gonna be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like it's difficult. I've never been in a situation where my mum doesn't get along with like my partner or my dad doesn't get along with my partner. So it's hard for me to really say anything about it, but I don't know. I like I would just say if if mum didn't like Charlotte, I'll just say to Charlotte, Well, you go to your mum's, I'll go to my mum's. Me and Charlotte go to our separate mums anyway on Mother's Day. So I wouldn't even I wouldn't even see it as a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I basically said I mean a similar sort of thing I said. Um Uh, what did it say? It sounds like your parents are trying to make the effort. Otherwise, why would they invite your partner? Everyone wants their partners to be to get along. So I can see why you struggle. To be honest, with Mother's Day, it should all be about your mother anyway. Speak to your partner and spe- and be honest. If you both agree your mum would enjoy the day better without your partner there, then come up with a lie together and then give her a great day. So, I mean... I think that was the best my best of both worlds, right? Like you go to your partner and say, We've both been invited over. I know you don't get on brilliantly and it's a bit awkward. Do you want to go or not? <clears throat> and then if she's like, or he, I don't know, it's his partner, uh, doesn't want to go, you both come up with a lie, say, Oh, sorry, my partner's my night at work or whatever and then you go to your parents. At least then yeah. yeah. At least you're both on the same page. And you've given your partner the option instead of saying we're going over and putting her in that situation or her and him in that situation. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Just because there's a bit of a line in there, Jamie, yeah. A bit of what? A yeah, lying. You know, I'm not avert to any line, Dan. I will, I will accept... The occasional white life, it makes your life easier. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so hopefully that helped. Um, obviously, Mother's Day's been, um, you haven't replied back, but it was only the other day. But hopefully, you had a good Mother's Day and everyone had a good time because our weather was shit up here. What was the weather like down there? It was dry. Mm. That was about it. Ours wasn't. Right, so we have, a, for our last email, we've had a previous listener back, and it was the first responder that um, oh, right. okay. yeah, had been in his role for a long time, and uh, it was getting a bit much. Yeah. So he says, thanks for the advice, gentlemen. I will let you know what I've decided in due course. Congratulations on a year of episodes. As it comes up soon, I hope you enjoy every moment. I hope to see you do more this year. Hopefully it's going to be bigger and better. Um, I'd like to let you know if you guys have ever gone speed dating. This email, I've been waiting for a speed dating email because I'm, I'm on point with this. Would you consider it a sad thing to do if you were a single way back when? 
I'm finding online dating near impossible to find the right person for me. Um, not fussy. I just want someone who is going to make me happy. I was considering it as the FaceTime with a person may help my cause. And then just to add on a little bit at the end, I've recommended recommended your pod to quite a lot of people that deal with suffering with mental health issues. And I've had good feedback, so keep it up. Thanks very much. We have noticed. <laughs> I love looking at the analytics. That's brilliant to think as well that a paramedic or... It is a paramedic, right? Well, it's well, a first, first responder. responder. I can't even assume paramedic, but um, is recommending us to people that he's dealing with in his workplace. Yeah. That, that makes me feel a little bit uh, special in a way. Yeah, it's well good. I can see that it's worked yeah. as well because obviously our numbers are going up. Um, speed dating. Oh, I love this question. Would you go speed dating, Jamie? <laughs> Would I? Yeah. I feel as though my life was speed dating before Charlotte. <laughs> 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 nah, on a, <laughs> on a serious note, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't, well, I'm not, I don't think it's any way, shape or form a negative thing to do. No. I think seeing people in person is probably going to be a lot better for anyone than fucking doing any of the other bullshit. Like listening to, we had an email today, which obviously we're featuring next week's episode, where online dating can really take a turn, and like it makes you realise what kind of stuff people put up with online. Yeah. So, face to face is the uh, way to go if you want to try it. Give it a go. That's what I agree. I agree absolutely one hundred percent. Like, um, I think after. Online dating was always bad, but after the pandemic, it worse because obviously people were more used to talking remotely. Mm. Um, and it got—I don't know why it switched, because online date, uh, speed dating was always a bit of like, uh, oh, that's a bit weird. But online dating was the, oh, I'm not going to tell anyone that I've been online dating. But now it's like the complete norm, and the thought of going speed dating and meeting someone face to face is like completely anxiety ridden like I'm not doing that yeah it's kind of done like a U-turn isn't it yeah it's like people used to ne- not uh, what was the the original site that you used to I remember everyone used to be on it and then no one admitted they were fucking on it oh I don't it know it was like before Tinder POF was always a big one uh, I don't yeah know POF that's it um People used to deny, like, fuck, they were on POF, and then you'd find out they meet, they met someone through POF. Yeah. And it would be like, so you've just been lying to me for the last couple of months. You ain't been going out on dates and shit. You've been meeting up with people from online. Um, but I don't know anyone that's saying that. I don't know anyone that has a speed dated, but it depends I'm on sure the city. there's plenty out there. Because I was looking... Yeah. Uh, back in the day and it was like always in Edinburgh which isn't a problem but it was always on like a Wednesday or a Thursday it's like why that would be me fucked straight yeah why would I go to a bar and not be able to have a drink because I'd have to drive home Mm. and go back to bed like that's such a fucking why are we not doing it Friday and Saturday but the point I'm getting is like everyone moans about online dating right you get the ghosting you get unsolicited dick pics you get abuse you get harassment, you get 
it's the honestly the worst fucking thing. You get people pretending to be someone else, their pictures aren't them. People trying to steal your money. People in different countries that don't even speak English, you're sending money to them. When all it could be sold is by you going to a speed dating where you see someone face to face for five minutes, you get to have a drink. It's better for your mental health to talk to real people face to face. They can't ghost you. They can't abuse you because you're in a public place. They don't have your personal information, so they can't attack you after you've been there. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like being chaperoned on a date, so you completely like you should feel more comfortable than you do with your phone in your hand. I almost feel as well that um, for someone that's a bit out of touch in the dating situation as I am, that I would find it difficult to speak and keep maintain a conversation online where in person I'll be able to like be my like I'll be able to like let my personality do the talking for me kind of sometimes. Yeah. Like I can if if I'm in a room with you and I'm nervous, I'm not gonna shut up. Yeah. So that's I think it would work out better for me to do something like that. So I think it's definitely worth a shot. I think what's, what's the worst that will happen? Online dating as well is so like particular like people think oh because i'm online it's like a fucking catalog like i'm not going to speak to that person because what i've read or they don't put anything or they say don't say hi make me laugh it's like but i don't know you mm. you know what i mean but online date a speed date and you've got to get it done you? it's like five minutes if you're under six foot don't uh speak to me yeah. type situation. Well that stupid shit, but you've got no choice. And she's five there. foot two. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just they just have all these rules and I think to myself like who are you to set all these fucking rules for other people? Mm. You know yeah, yeah. 100%. I don't know. I just um it's something that always annoys online dating annoys the hell out of me because it's so depressing and like self-esteem crushing. Like if you you like read the person's profile and you send a message, and then you think you'd at least get, a, oh, like, hey, I don't think we're a match. Nothing, you get nothing. You could go days, send as many messages you want, you get nothing. It's fucking oh, really? soul crushing. Absolutely soul crushing. Because I've said to you, I've said on the podcast before, I was like, I need to take a break. I need to not be on any of them. Yeah. Because it yeah. it just crushes your self esteem. Because it was killing you, yeah. Yeah. So um I think yeah. If if that's not fucking sold it to him, uh I'll be fucking surprised. I think I feel as though like Dan's made a very good point of what you think is like the norm at the minute of doing like the online dating is not the only option, so I think it should be. I think I, definitely... I'm sure I saw a thing that people were saying that online dating should be banned, and I'd be mm. well on board for that. You know what I mean? What What's stopping people nowadays actually meeting up? It's good for you to talk to other people. If you've been at work miserable all the time all day, and you go and get have like a drink, you relax, talk to some people, you might meet someone you like. And then the thing as well is that mm. there's no um, what do you call it? Like when you send messages and stuff like that, like 
you've gone to the speed dating, you've met someone, you've put whether you liked them or not, and then that's it. You're not leaving, you're not waiting for a text or waiting for them to you know, do anything or anything like that. They haven't got your number. Like, that's it. You're in there, you've mm. done it, you've gone. Your, your mind's not wandering or thinking or anything like that. Whereas with dating online... Yeah, I've, you know where you are as soon as you end it. I've, start, I've stayed up to one in the morning before because, like, I've messaged someone and then they replied to me at, like, 10. So I'm like, oh... So I reply back to them, and then I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep in case they reply back again, and they don't fucking talk to me again. It's fucking terrible, man. Fuck me. Yeah, it's like the anxiety is off the fucking chart when you do online dating. If they even turn up. <laughs> yeah, and we've learned from this podcast that a lot of people get ghosted, man. A lot of people get ghosted. I think, um, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't envy people nowadays meeting the way they have to meet and stuff like that because it's just i i wouldn't fit in with it, it i know for a fact i wouldn't i'd be out all, every weekend trying to find someone and that don't necessarily work either because everyone's at home fucking on tinder yeah do you know what i mean so it's a difficult one it is a difficult one i think it's definitely one where i think go and do it I, you're going to always be thinking why didn't I do it if you don't do it? So, yeah, I think it's definitely worth doing it. But that's the thing is, well, like, you do it, you meet these people. If it doesn't work out, like I said, they've got none of your details. They haven't got your mobile number or anything like that. No pictures of you. You just go, you carry on. You know what I mean? You got on with it. The amount of people that have probably had my number and then deleted it, and I'm just thinking, like, fuck, what was the point? I mean, what was the point of even fucking going that far and then for it not to go anywhere? Not saying that speed yeah, dating exactly. is perfect. Fu- no. You, you know might I mean? meet some fucking nutcases, but you're probably meeting them online anyway. So I think... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're a supermodel from Sweden that's moved over to London, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've heard some horrible <laughs> stories where you've turned up and the person's like fucking Quasimodo. Yeah, it's me- yeah. And, like, there was that story that I told you about where the girl woke up, he drugged her, and he, he she heard moving about downstairs, and him and another fella are moving the whole room, turning it into a kill room for, like, fucking Dexter. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just fucking... And that's the thing as well, like, the online dating's not safe. Like, I know a lot of people now, they put on their tracking on their phone when they go to meet someone. And get their mate or someone to follow them on their phone. I think myself, is that dating? Is that what it is now? The fear of getting mm. kidnapped. It's fucking that is like probably the most twenty twenty three thing I've ever heard, and that's fucking insane. Yeah, tracking your mate while they're on their date. Like I'm all for mm. it. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't want anything to happen to anyone. If that makes you feel safe, then a hundred percent do it. But you shouldn't have to go to those lengths. But even like the communicating side as well, like if you think about with the, like with us, with this podcast, with the emails, how many times have me and you read the same email and taken two different completely uh, perspectives on what has been said in the email and then one of us will read it back and we'll be like, oh shit, yeah, it actually is yeah. what the other one said it is. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that would happen so many times when you're having a general conversation with someone online, and like if they won't be reading your tone, people like I a lot of people don't know what my tone is unless I'm make it very obvious when I'm messaging people. So I've, I just think I'd be a fucking shit show, and I don't know. I think trying anything would be uh, trying anything but that will be help. I've said before when uh, I've had like great conversations with people, like on messaging. You think, oh, this person's mm. amazing, blah 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 blah. But when you're looking at your phone and reading the message, like you say, you can't hear their tone, so you make it up. Like you have your own, like you imagine what they sound like. You imagine what they look like when they speak. And then when you meet yeah. them, it's never the same. And it, it's almost like you've met a different person and it that ruins it. Yeah, because you've like created a different uh, thing in your head. Yeah. So no, g- give it a go, man. Like I, if I hadn't, if I don't last with a person I'm with now, which hopefully it lasts for a long time, but I wouldn't go back on online dating. I would look for face-to-face. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's just... I'd rather, much rather get it done. And if you don't meet anyone, there's always another one. Mm. You could go to the three o'clock meeting, and if you don't meet no one at the three o'clock meeting, go to the five o'clock meeting. And you're and trolling. Just carry on your weekend like that and see. <laughs> yeah. You're always... By the time you're at the 10 o'clock meeting, you can't even fucking speak. But then that'll be the one you pull on. So You never know. When we start making money, we might start our own speed dating. Two men, no hope, speed dating. Can you imagine? I'll be handing out tickets. Yeah, I'll be like writing the queue. You know, you get like question cards sometimes. I'll be like writing <laughs> questions for people to ask each other. It'd be like really weird shit. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for um, for spreading the word. We've seen it has a, it's had a massive impact. impact and uh, we say it all the time about telling people and stuff like that, it really does make a difference. And thank you for the stars, uh, the listens, the keep on following. Our followings are going up every day. It all makes a difference. Keeps us going, keeps the emails coming in, keeps the people we're helping. And um, hopefully we can do this for a very long time. Definitely. Uh, I'll pass over to Jamie for... His outro, and it'll be another one in the bank before our year episode, Jamie. Yeah, to think that we're coming up to a year is fucking insane, man. Like when we started this podcast, it was, oh, we'll we'll, we'll be like jibber jabbing and fucking talking about the weekly events and doing what nearly all other podcasts do, where they just discuss general fucking news. And then we've uh, like the show is like evolved into something totally different, and I feel as though the only people that we can thank for that is the listeners. So thank you to the listeners. Thank you for this year. I think uh, it's helped both me and Dam with our mental health. Yeah. Um, from this episode, um, like life's not always that easy, as you heard from some of the listeners. Um, You've got different situations, dating situations, work situations and stuff like that. Like Life is life. Um, but remember, if there was a purge, you could solve it all in one night. 
Um, I'll sum it up there. Yeah. I'll see you next week, Dan. See you next week, man. Yeah.